I'm trying to make it a point to mix it up. I mean, I've got a story to share with you today that when I heard it made me scream out loud regarding how the Biden administration is treating children. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's so good uh, to be with you. I need to not be a 24-7, all politics, all the time insanity. There's no, it's just not a way to live. It is not a way to live at all. Well, there's more to this world than just the politics. And maybe part of the problem is people who have not brought themselves a, a sense of purpose. Stacey Washington joins me right now, radio host on Sirius XM. She's the author of the book Eternally Cancel Proof, a guide for courageous Christians navigating the political battlefront. Um, now, I, I'm, I'm not a Christian, but we've known oh, yeah. each other a good long time. And <laughs> the concept always, uh, in, in, in a way, moves me because there's... There's something I don't connect with, and I've always been okay with that. But there's something that other people want to attack, and I've never quite understood it. So when you discuss cancel-proof in a world of cancel culture, are you discussing faith being cancel-proof, or are you talking about a just the general idea of belief being cancel-proof? Actually, I'm talking about the assurance that you know that your beliefs are based in something outside of yourself. And so the freedom that you have, it's, it's a freedom that I have when I don't have to argue with people about points and I don't have to kind of look at the world as, okay, this group is canceling me and that's the end. In fact, you're going to get canceled. Chapter nine is all about me being canceled. Um, I've been canceled very publicly twice. One was ideological viewpoint based. The other one was um, just the programming shakeup and I lost my job. But in both cases, I had different reactions to it and different ways of approaching it. And what I'm telling the reader, because there's a lot of politics in the book, I cover, I cover the major issues. I talk about socialism, and I go right to the Bible because that's where the founders got so much of what we have in our founding documents, our Bill of Rights. They used the Black Robe Regiment, which is what they called the pastors back then, and their sermons were used as a basis for the laws, the Bill of Rights, everything that the founders were putting together, they consulted these men. So the book is geared towards Christians, but any person can read it if you want to understand what's happening in America today, and then have that quiet assurance that the things that you believe, the things you're advocating for, if you're on the political right, you don't have to worry about being canceled because of it, because we live to fight another day. And I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of tired of seeing us as Christians, as people like yourself, Tony, you're right. We've known each other for so long. It's almost like you're a part of my family. And you have this kind of, it's a devil-may-care attitude because you understand that what you believe in and what you're advocating for and the talk that you provide, it's based in something. And so that's what I want people to have. I want people to just, on the right, stop asking for permission to have a say in your kid's school. They're your kids. You pay for the building. You pay the taxes. You pay everything that goes on in a public school. It's funded by you. You don't need permission to have a say in your kid's education. We don't need permission to stop them from putting guys, full-grown men who are six feet, four inches tall, in women's locker rooms. We don't need permission for that. We are eternally cancel-proof because our ideas are the only ones that work. That's what the book is about. But it, it, it's conceptually, I don't disagree in practice. 
it gets a little more complicated. Talking to Stacey Washington, uh, radio host, uh, Sirius XM Radio, the book Eternally Cancel Proof, a guide for courageous Christians navigating the political battlefront. You can get that at Amazon.com. Uh, it is available right now as we speak. Um, in, in the reality... They come after your business if they don't like what you have to say. If you post the wrong thing on social media, they'll come after you personally. People are afraid sometimes to speak out because they're afraid their kids will suffer from it or not get into the right school for it or not get the right job uh, for it. So uh, on that concept of cancel culture, you're talking about, like, for example, um, Disney is wrong if they're advocating for the idea that children can choose their own gender. Well, that's something that can get somebody canceled it's in in practice it's a much harder thing for people to deal with true but my, in my life and i'm not a, a spring chicken we have three kids in college our youngest kid is 18 um i found that the things that have brought me the most joy the most long-lasting value have been those most difficult things and i am willing to put something on the line and in order to actually reverse the leftward swing we're seeing in our country we all have to be willing to do that. And so I'm saying, you know, you very well may be canceled. You probably will be canceled at least once in your life. But if you're not willing to lose a couple of clients or switch jobs or, you know, kind of be banished from your social circle because you don't want to advocate for gender-free bathrooms in your kid's school, then it's not really worth anything to you. And I'm, I, for one, we need more people who are willing to say, yeah, you know what, it's worth that for me. So we have to live carefully so that if the cancellation comes, we can weather it, and it will come. That the, the issue here is we keep asking as if we can avoid it. If I'm just quiet enough, if I'm just agreeable enough, if I just say yes enough, there is never enough for the left. As we can see, they once told us love is love. Just let you know people who are love, in love with someone of the same sex, just let them marry and let them have a public life and don't punish them. And so we're already way past that. And now we're advocating for the transgenders. And now they're even starting to openly advocate for sex between minors and adults. And things have gone much further than they told us we would need them to go. So the answer is how much further do you want them to go? You have to stand up at some point or the the further they go, they'll be running over you. They're already doing that. They're running over our children. They're running over our culture. They're destroying the things that make America the number one destination for immigration. And the only way to stop that is if we basically, we, you know what? I'm standing up. I'm speaking out. I'm, no, you can't actually take over my kid's school. No, you can't take over my workplace with, you know, critical race theory, diversity, equity, inclusion, and all the 100 other names they call it. We have to start speaking up. So in, in, in that conversation, I mean, that's just one of the more uh, recent ones. To, to your life, to the things you've experienced, talked about uh, being canceled, uh, when you decide, I mean, you could have written a book about a myriad of subjects, your time in, in, in the Air Force, uh, being on school boards. There's a lot that, that you've done in, in your career. Um, what, what led you to this? This is the subject that I want to tackle. Well, I was writing a book about... Um, how I became a conservative. And the story of my time on school board is in this book. It's the story of how I became a conservative is in the book. So you're not missing out on those kind of, you know, your first book is always how did I become a conservative or some major political issue that you cover. So you can get booked onto Fox. You know, it's, it's the, it's the time honored formula. Those, those facts are in the book, but the reason I chose to go in this direction is because of where we are right now. I was doing some research, and I found that there are 43 states that have exemptions for pornographic material or smut. 
um, it's indecent material, but if an educator presents it in a school building or a library, if they say it has some educational or artistic value, then they can show your child pornographic cartoons. They can put anything they want into a book and give your child access to it. That is an exception to a law that the exception should not exist. There is no literary value in showing children how to have sex or sexual content. So I was looking at that and thinking, how did we get here? You know, how did we get to a place where this is going on? When I know even Democrats, my, my hardcore leftist Democrat neighbors and friends don't agree with children reading pornography. So what's happening here? And I found a study, it's called What God's People Want to Know, where people who are Bible-believing Christians were polled by the Barna Group, and they actually found that the things they wanted to know the most were, what does the Bible say about LGBT? What does the Bible say about socialism and immigration? Are open borders really more just than having a sovereign nation with a sealed border and an immigration program? I started doing that research and realized, yeah, people want to know how I became a conservative. It's in the book. It's, it's right, right there at the beginning. But the stuff they really want to know is what I wrote about. And so that's how we got this. Eternally cancel-proof, a guide for courageous Christians navigating the political battlefront. You should check it out. Amazon.com is where you find it. Eternally cancel-proof. Stacey Washington is your author, (laughs) Stacey. Good on you. (laughs) Thank you. Always a pleasure. More coming up. Keep it here. We're going to talk economy. I'm Tony Katz.